In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today is May 17th. The year is 2020. It is the sixth Sunday in Ordinary Time. As we are going into um, home stretch here for the Ascension and the Pentecost coming up. So it's a time of prayer for us. A time of connecting with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit Novena is set to begin on Ascension Sunday, so I would recommend finding one that you like. There's one on Presentation Ministries website that's very good. Our saints today that we are also remembering, asking for their intercession, uh, St. Pascal Balon, who was born into, born into heaven in 1592. And we remember today all of our deceased family, friends, benefactors, and celebrities. Today I'd like to remember Lawrence Welk, who died in 1992, and Frank Gorshin, who died in 2005. Our reading today from the Gospel is going to come from the Gospel of St. John, chapter 14, verses 15 through 21. Alleluia, alleluia. Whoever loves me will keep my word, says the Lord, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him. Alleluia, alleluia. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit, a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another Advocate, to be with you always, the Spirit of Truth, whom the world cannot accept, because it neither sees nor knows him. But you know him, because he remains with you, and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans, I will come to you. In a little while the world will no longer see me, but you will see me, because I live in you and you live in me. And on that day you will realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I in you. Whoever has my commandments and observes them is the one who loves me. And whoever loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and reveal myself to him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. My dear friends, the church today is aiming right for the heart, right at our heart. And the, the idea is that God desires to dwell in your heart. Our opening prayer today at Mass, we ask for an increase in our heartfelt devotion to God, something of the heart. In our antiphon before Mass, we are talking about making a joyful sound unto the Lord. Joy comes from the heart. And in our psalm response, in Psalm 66, we were crying out with joy to the Lord. Again, that joy coming from the heart. St. Peter today spoke to us about keeping Christ in your heart and always being ready. See, always being ready is having God in your heart. And Jesus speaks to us today in the Gospel about another advocate, 
another advocate, someone like him, is going to live in you, live inside of you. God desires so much to dwell in our heart, to be in the center of our heart, the center of our life, the center of our being. When the scriptures speak about the heart, they're talking about the most central place of your being, the central part of your life. I mean, I'm sure we have to, you know, take the elevator up every now and then and go up into the intellect and, and be there, but uh, perhaps <laughs> uh, we don't need to live there, though. We need to live in the heart. Think of your, think of your soul as a house, right? And in the center of your house is the place, your living room, the place where you live. This is where God wants to live with you, see? And, and, and imagine for a moment there's a fireplace in your living room and that fireplace gives off beauty and that fireplace gives off light and that fireplace gives off heat. Beauty, light, and heat coming out of that fireplace. And so you live around, you know, in that area where the fireplace is. And you can think of the kitchen, perhaps, as your intellect. You know, you go into the kitchen, you make good things, you clean up things, you <laughs> you dine in there sometimes. That's like the intellect. The intellect is where truth is, you know, and truth is delicious. And we may, and truth is a good thing for us. we got to have truth as well. But we don't live in the kitchen. We live in the living room. And you might think of the bedrooms in this house to be like a place where prayer is because in the bedroom we rest we have intimacy in the bedrooms we also entertain ourselves there we sort of get away from things that's like a prayer you know that's like prayer you know, times where we rest with God you know sometimes the prayer that we say with God is so comforting and so uh, nurturing to us you know we can sit there with that rosary in our hand and we can simply be comfortable and resting in the Lord then think of the basements in the house again as another kind of prayer, a deeper kind of prayer, a prayer of depth, like meditation and contemplation, times where we really rest in the Lord. But it's in that living room where God wants to dwell, in that center part of the house. Again, we don't live in the basement, we don't live in our bedroom, we don't live in the kitchen, we live in the living room, which is the center of our lives where there is light and heat and beauty coming from that fireplace. Now we all know about fireplaces, right? We know how they work. You have to put logs in there and you have to rearrange those logs. Sometimes you got to poke at them with a poker, but you got to have enough wood in there for the fire to keep burning. And that's another analog for the spiritual life. So let's put five logs in that fireplace. I think these five logs in our lives will keep uh, the dwelling of God and the fullness of God uh, dwelling within us. And the first log is prayer. You know, spending time in prayer with God is a way that brings beauty into our life and light. It enlightens our mind and heart and it brings warmth. It brings the power of God into our life. Uh, the scriptures is, an, is the second log. So being in the word of God knowing God's Word, praying with God's Word, studying God's Word, reading God's Word is another way of bringing light and beauty and, and warmth into our lives. Third way is the sacraments. You know, the sacraments are one of those logs as well. And right now, you know, most of the world cannot receive 
the sacraments right now, and it's a very difficult thing. It's very, very hard, but you can see how the sacraments, too, bring that beauty and that light and that warmth into your life. We need two more logs, folks. What are they? First one is loving your neighbor, those little acts of kindness and compassion and forgiveness that we have with our neighbor is another way, too, of God's presence in our lives, of beauty and of light and of warmth. And the last one, the last log I'm going to talk about today are the virtues. You know, the virtues. My sister, Catherine of Siena, teaches it so well. We have to learn to hate sin and love virtue. So we have to struggle against those sinful tendencies in our life and ask the Holy Spirit for those virtues that we need in order to be more like God. These are the five logs in the fireplace of our soul, in the center of our soul, where God wants to dwell with us in the deepest possible way. My dear friends, we're coming to Pentecost. So this is a time, too, to think about these five logs, to maybe rebalance them. You maybe need a better balance in your life. But we all need to deepen these things in our life, too, to pray to the Holy Spirit that at Pentecost we will receive a deepening of these five aspects of our life. So we all want to receive a greater love of prayer. We all want to receive a greater love of Scripture. We're all going to be praying very deeply for a return of everyone to the sacraments. So that's uh, guaranteed already. We all want to pray for a deeper love of our neighbor, and we want to pray for a deeper love of virtue and a greater hatred of sin, to struggle against sin in our life. May Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.